once everything was dialed in, they experienced a threefold increase within 30 days. Um, as they say, the rest is history. You know, they quickly generated their, their multiple six figures really quickly on a monthly basis and uh, did seven figures within a year. You're listening to the Client Catching Podcast, the show that uncovers how high-performing service-based business leaders are successfully navigating the ocean of complexity around growing their business. Now, as anyone with the talent and guts to start a business knows, it takes a lot more to grow one than just being great at what you do, and you can't do it alone. So this podcast will show you how other captains of their own ship, just like you, have found the right strategy to catch more clients, simplified everything, and transform their business. So if you're ready to do the same, then jump aboard and join me, Adam King, host and the captain at Think Like a Fish, and let's go fishing. Hey, how you doing? Adam here, and I wanted to quickly let you know about a brand new 15-minute video training where I show you how to get 5, 10, 15, 25 or more predictable sales appointments every month in just 30 minutes a day, and how you can do all of that without cold calling, networking, relying on referrals, or any of that kind of stuff. Now, I've added that to the podcast gift page, which you can find at thinklikeafish.co.uk slash podcast gift. That's thinklikeafish.co.uk slash podcast gift. And you'll also see all of the other resources and gifts that I've created on that page as well. So hope you go and check that out and uh, and enjoy what you find. So until you do that, let's get back to the show. Hello and welcome to the Client Catching Podcast. Now, would you like to know why you might not be getting the results you want in your business? Now, it's probably because you're complicating everything too much. And this usually shows up as not being able to consistently attract the number of clients you need to predictably generate that level of revenue that you need to grow. But honestly, this is just the symptom because the causes of what's happening here is usually the result of no clear strategy, no consistency, no structure, and no measurable process, which, let's be honest, ends up in a bit of a chaotic mess, doesn't it? As essentially, it's like trying to navigate your way in the dark with no, no actual destination in mind. So what if, instead, you never had to deal with any of that ever again? Well, my guest today will show you how to implement an intelligent selling system that can do just that. Now, known as the secret weapon in the coaching and consulting industry, he's famous for quickly helping top entrepreneurs scale up their businesses without having to hire more people or spend a ton of money on advertising. Sounds pretty good already, right? Now, he's already generated multiple seven figures for himself and his students, partners and clients in a few short years, having personally coached people from over 80 countries with great success. And seriously, he does not intend stopping anytime soon. So I'm absolutely delighted to welcome my guest today on the Client Catching Podcast, Kelvin Chan. How are you doing, Kelvin? Very good. Thanks for having me, Adam, and uh, thanks for that beautiful introduction. Wonderful to have you. So um, some people may pick up a bit of an accent. So so do you give, give us a background on, on where you're from and, and, and how you got there? Because I know where you are now, but why don't you tell the listeners? Yeah, sure. Um, so in the first couple, you know, without going to the long meandering story <laughs> of myself, uh, the first couple of years of my life, you know, was spent between uh, both Hong Kong and Singapore because my mom married a Hong Konger. Um, so from the age of five, I was pretty much based in Singapore till, you know, I left for Australia, Brisbane, Australia uh, in my early 20s uh, to do a degree in information technology. So I was in Brisbane, Australia for about close to two years. Um, and then came back to Singapore um, for perhaps a decade 
before, you know, um, right now where I'm based in, uh, London, moving to London, UK. So yeah, pretty much uh, all different parts of the globe there. <laughs> so, I mean, what have you found anything different between, say, the, the the type the the way people go about um, business in those different sort of environments cultures that you've you've been in i think primarily with the um, you know i can only speak for australia singapore and uh, a little bit of uk you know having been here for a couple of months um in australia where i am you know where i did my studies it tends to be pretty laid back you know the aussies are well known for being really laid back <laughs> you know they're not uh, um they're not as, uh, let me find the right word here, they're not as uh, on the ball uh, as the uh, uh, Londoners or New Yorkers, you know, I, mm. I, I imagine. So. Well, they've got the weather for it. <laughs> they don't have to keep running around, <laughs> keeping yeah. warm. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, it's, it's interesting because, yeah, obviously there are differences between the types of um, or the way that people conduct business and, and it's good to be aware of, um, you know, the differences between places and countries and all that kind of thing. But I mean, do you feel that there's a fairly universal um, principle that, that lies underneath all of those types of um, uh, essentially, is there a universal language of business, do you think? Um, I should think so. Yeah, of course. You know, at the end of the day, you know, businesses exist to provide value to the marketplace. So, um, it's about, it's about, you know, finding, you know, for each unique business, it's about, you know, um, acquiring customers and keeping them, right? That's what Peter Drucker said. So at the end of the day, right, it's, it doesn't matter where you are from in this world. There's always a place I feel for every individual to be of value, right? Uh, for the most part, if you are able to listen to this podcast, that means you understand, uh, the English language, right? And so it is my firm belief that every single individual has got a unique set of skills, talents, gifts, uh, some will call them, and also the experiences that will be able to um, provide a, a very unique uh, positioning in his world, uh, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, you, know, have, you know, based on my own experience of having spoken with people from no less than eight countries right now and also coaching them in the process, I know this to be true. So talking of the value, why don't you, you sort of briefly describe... Um, your company, the kind of people you serve and, and the kind of situations that they find themselves in when they, that when they first come to you for your help? Yeah, sure. Uh, let, me try, let me try to contextualize this a little bit. You know, I started working with my mentor back in 2008 um, and very quickly I was able to you know, propel him into the marketplace, you know, taking care of his sales and marketing. Uh, we were a small company, but I was able to help him generate multiple seven figures, right? Uh, him being a coach. A, a very, very, really low profile coach at that, but I was able to run money programs for him uh, using my sales and marketing uh, knowledge and uh, uh, bringing us forward to 2016 onwards, you know, I was helping individual entrepreneurs, you know, they, they, they know that they've got a gift uh, and, uh, and they've got a, a, a specific process, specific structure that is proven to be able to help people, but they're not able to kind of like, uh, piece together how their the, the business structure, right? In order to bring the ma the, mas the message to market, right? The ma mm. and, um, and, and so, you know, I look at their entire, um, you know, their sales processes, um, how they're communicating to the world, um, how do people perceive them and things like that, right? So I, I've often been the, the man behind the scenes. Um, mm -hmm. 
And uh, in the process of doing that, you know, coaching people, I found that, you know, oftentimes people would ask, hey, Kelvin, can you coach me? Can you uh, mentor me? Um, and this brought me to late uh, 2017. In late 2017, that's when I started my uh, current business, which is, you know, you can find it on Kelvin Chan. Uh, that's mm -hmm. my phone name, kelvinchan.org. Um, and, and that's where I really detail out what I, I help people best with, right, in terms of their branding, their client attraction, and also presenting themselves to the world in order to get uh, get and keep a sale. Absolutely. And and yeah, if if you want to, obviously, after you finish listening to the rest of what Kelvin has to say, go and check that out. I know there's a fantastic um, case study um, video on that site. So go and check that out afterwards at uh, kelvinchan.org. So yep. what I want to sort of make sure, uh, sort of ask you about next is, what do you think is the number is effectively the biggest challenge that the people that you work with your ideal clients what is it that they usually are facing before yeah. so how is it showing up for them in in their in their business and in, in their world yeah so there are two camps to 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 this um, you know to the kind of people that i speak with generally speaking right so the first uh, camp of people are people who have an inkling that you know they they've got um, they've got a gift they've got you know experiences they've got some expertise in some area but they've never gotten their first client before or they've got uh, far and few between right mm -hmm. so we kind of like uh, help them to uh, through my first module right where I help them to uh, hone in on exactly what is their unique positioning what is their differentiator right we often you know in in the, the business vernacular we call it the uh, USP right the unique selling proposition or the you you know unique mm -hmm. value proposition UVP right um, and you know, I go through certain processes, which are, for example, you know, going through, looking back at your life, you will see a certain pattern in terms of how your life has progressed, what have you been doing so far to make money, things like that. And then we go through a four-piece framework. So without going to too, too many details, at the end of the day, we determine what is your, what are you really excited to do? That's number one. What are you gifted to do, right? What are you passionate to do? And what do you, um, what can you um, say from the bottom of your heart in, in all honesty that you know you believe you were born to do if that mm. makes sense Absolutely. so when you have all of this four uh, aligned together that's when we find your sweet spot right we, we find your sweet spot and that's when we determine we, we come up with a very elegant uh mission statement if that if that uh, mm. makes sense yeah yeah and i like how you've put that first because some people wouldn't necessarily think about that being one of the first things because yeah. they might think oh right well i've just got to go out and you know get clients or i've got to go out and do marketing or sales or something like that. Whereas you take a much more holistic approach and actually look yeah. at the bigger picture. And you know yeah. that is by actually connecting to what it is that is going to light you up and bring yeah. you joy because yeah. that will naturally come across in the way that you go out in the world and do the things that obviously you then help them with. And do you find that there's a lot of people with a certain amount of fear though attached to some, you know, not necessarily just that exercise, but somebody that has set up or they've been going for them a few years and they're struggling. Do you, do you find there's any sort of fears though about going out and trying to attract those clients? It might sound like a contradictory question, but yeah, does that make yeah, sense? Um, I, I get a good grasp of this, uh, a good sense of this because you know, I've undergone this myself before, you know, um, we, wow, let, let me speak for myself, right? I used to benchmark myself against my mentors, you know, pe people like, for, for example, Tony Robbins or my own, you know, mentors in my life. And we disqualify ourselves a lot of times, I find. Mm. Like we do not give ourselves to, um, you know, we do not give ourselves sufficient 
uh, permission to go out there and just surf anyway, right? Um, we're not trying to be Tony Robbins out here, you know, or T Half Eckers and you know, so on and so forth. Um, but you simply need to be, you know, uh, ahead of the people that you're trying to mentor, right? In terms of the the results that you've uh, garnered or the expertise that you know you've honed, uh, to be able to simply be of uh, of service to them, and that's good enough. That's good enough. So one of the things that I often tell my students uh, to say to themselves, you know, and also my partners as well, is that you're good enough. Yeah, right. you're good enough to be able to help people. So, and sometimes sort of people people just need to be told that, don't they? And and yeah. do you find that sometimes your 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 role as a as a coach and as a mentor, sometimes people just need that permission from somebody else, and all of a sudden they yeah. take off. And it sounds yeah. like a ridiculously easy thing to do, but some people need that. Yeah, I'll give you a case in point, right? Uh, mm. This really, you know, thank you for bringing that up. I'll give you a case in point. Um, we're in the year 2020 right now. At the end of 2018, just over a year ago, you know, I came across this uh, this lady who is like a, sort of like a um, a spiritual healer, meditation coach sort of, um, you know, category uh, type of coach, right? Mm. And she, she knows, you know, she spent so much time you know, on, on healing, on energy healing and things like that. Now, I won't be able to tell you too much about that because I, I'm not, you know, uh, part of that market, so to speak, mm. right? Um, but she knows a lot in that. Obviously, she knows a lot in, the, uh, in that particular field. And, you know, she's not been uh, bold enough to go out there and charge uh, her clients, you know, money for the service that she provides. Mm. And through, you know, a, a coaching session of, uh, with me, you know, just a short 30 minutes, session right i i helped her you know uh fix her mindset so to speak right get her her mind unblocked right and mm -hmm. then she deserves right it's the word is deservability right so she deserves to be making money for the value she brings to the marketplace right so so i left her at that you know uh spoke with her left her at that and lo and behold three weeks later i hear from her again and and she's she comes to me she's extremely excited she says kelvin um, you do not know how much you've made an impact to me, right? In the last three weeks, ever since that session with you, I've made my first two to three thousand dollars, and that's in the first twenty days, mm. right? And and ever since then, she's been coming back to me for more coaching. So, uh, so that's a case in point, right? Of someone just taking off once they have their their mind un unlocked and unblocked. Mm. If you will. Absolutely, and 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 sometimes it's it's not another marketing strategy. It's not another yep. tactic that is going to be the breakthrough it's the mindset piece and yeah. i've realized how important that is and and i've had a, a a wonderful mindset coach on um on the podcast before nina cook and this is what she does she helps people unblock and if um, i can't remember the number of episodes anyone listening is definitely go back <laughs> and listen to it because yeah. um some of the things that 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 she can help people do is is absolutely insane because you can be sitting there spinning multiple plates and and doing all these sort of things and following the advice that you think you should be doing and and for some reason it's it's either not working or you maybe you're finding yourself sitting there and kind of going I know what I need to be doing but I'm just not doing it but I don't yeah. know what the hell is wrong with me and I'm beating myself up and I'm feeling bad about myself and you get into that negative spiral and all the rest of it so yeah this podcast is about marketing, attracting clients, sales, all that kind of thing. But I always come back to the point, none of this will work unless your head is right. Yep. And Absolutely. so I'm so happy that that's, that's sort of the, uh, the example that you, uh, you, you gave there. So once someone has that mindset right, mm. 
let's talk about this uh um and, and i had to leave the k part out at the beginning not to not to not to give away the name <laughs> so um you have um what you call the kiss um yeah. system and to some of us, we might think, and I'm sure this was on purpose, but that whole kiss means keep it simple, stupid. But for yeah. you, you <laughs> you call it um, Kelvin's intelligent selling system. So do you want to give us a, a kind of overview of what that looks like and why it really helps people that are looking to attract clients and grow their business? Sure. So let me just give you a, um, a, a, a summary or, you know, a short brief, if you will, of what this kiss is all about. So, you know, like you've uh, just mentioned, Kelvin, you know, KISS stands for Kelvin's Intelligent Selling System. Now, it's intelligent because it comes back to the root of first determining um, what is that passion-based business that you want to, you know, uh, what are you willing to devote yourself to the rest, you know, of your life, right? Because I see too many people climbing the wrong ladders. That's the analogy I like to use. So you climb the wrong ladders and then only to find yourself that you want to climb down from that ladder and climb a different ladder. So why not determine from the start, right? What is that ladder? What is that garden that you want to devote yourself to? Once that is determined, right, it's, this can take a while, right, for some people. Um, but once that is determined, then we work on your, your uh, website and your your email marketing systems, right? So first the internals, then the external, right? You got to get it first. The you got to get clarity with yourself, right? Mm. Before you go out there to communicate to the world what you do best. Mm-hmm. So uh, once the website and email uh, systems are up and running, then and only then do we go out there and propagate our message uh, through the various social media channels that we have. So. Um, as we speak right now, of course, Facebook, LinkedIn, U- YouTube, Instagram, and even TikTok uh, might be some of the relevant platforms that, uh, uh-huh. that you can be propagating your message. But who knows, uh, in time to come, in two years' time, three years' mm. time, uh, what, you know, what are the platforms that uh, dominate? Well, the platforms will come and go, won't they? But the principles yep. remain important. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when somebody has this system in place, can you describe a little bit of the transformation or maybe use a case study of a particular uh, uh, student that you've worked with, yep. the before and the after? So before having this system in place and what it's done for them afterwards. Yeah, I'll give you one of my um, most famous uh, clients, uh, so to speak. And uh, he's, he's a young um, European, Eastern European entrepreneur. And uh, back in 2016, when I... Um, started looking at what he did. He was doing X amount of dollars, um, you know, and I, I started working on uh, his pre-sales, right? His, his pre-sales processes uh, in terms of how people might experience him before coming on uh, calls with his salespeople mm-hmm. and, you know, making tweaks like that so that people get really excited. It's the pre-sales that makes the sales a lot easier, right? Mm-hmm. Pre-sales, uh, pre-sales. So, um, if you want more information on that, you can look at uh, Robert Cialdini's Persuasion book, right? Um, Very good book. book. Persuasion, yeah. Um, but otherwise, he's more known for his uh, his main, um, I think it's Persuasion, right? Um, it's it, uh, it's, gone, it's Influence, isn't it? Uh, the yeah, first influence, one and influence. Persuasion. But yeah. what I love, there's a great but, thing, in, uh, there's a great example in, in Persuasion. It's, it's something to do with selling mattresses and clouds on a website. Yeah. Do you remember that one? Yeah. And that's a yeah. great example of... of, of um, I think it's that one. It's it, it, on 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 pre-selling in in that you can pre-sell and put somebody in the mind to buy something by the imagery that you Absolutely. use on a site. And they Absolutely. tested using sort of images of clouds, for example, right. on a website, and not. And it was just like the difference was insane. 
And there's other examples in there about um, pre asking or asking pre questions of people. You know, do you think that uh, do you th- feel that you are the sort of person that is either open minded or something like that? It was about a voting thing, but yeah, yeah. Go and read the book because it, there is so many things in there, and and yeah, if you could if you can impact in, 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 uh, put some ideas around pre selling and positioning as you pre-sell yeah i'm sure sure. you're going to give us an example of how that can actually you know do do wonders for your business yeah so that uh is everything to you know uh to do with the success of the um the actual you know closing presentation or sales presentation so uh prior to him getting all of these things dealt in you know his salespeople were closing about you know one in nine let's just say about 10 percent closing ratio and, um, you know, after I came in, I, I saw what they were doing, you know, I dealt those things in for them, you know, through their email sequences, through the, uh, the social media platforms, you know, their fan pages and things like that. Um, right up to the point in which, you know, they've booked their call, what sort of messages do they receive, um, you know, and actually hopping on a call, how do you open the openers and things like that. Once everything was dealt in, they experienced a threefold increase within 30 days, right? So... So really quickly, yep. So 300% um, increase. And uh, um, as they say, the rest is history. You know, they quickly generated their, their multiple six figures really quickly on a monthly basis mm-hmm. and uh, did seven figures within a year. And that wasn't changing anything they were doing on the front end to attract people in. It was just looking at the process that you use to nurture people along. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Because I think that's a really interesting point because a lot of people will think instantly if they need um, more business. It's like, oh, I just need to generate more leads. Yeah, not, not, not quite. I mean, you can, you can do that by quantity, but you know, it, it's both quantity and quality mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, so we're talking about conversions uh, uh, when it comes to optimizing you know, the, the processes. Absolutely, because if you're not converting enough of the leads that you're generating, then you are throwing your money into the sea at the very beginning. So yeah. it's, uh, I love the fact that you, that you focus on that part of the process as well and it's almost like starting with the end in mind and, and going backwards and and maybe lead generation isn't the thing that you look at until all these other things are fixed Absolutely. and yep. firing on all cylinders because putting money or budget into that side of things you're just going to be accelerating how much money you lose because your processes and your um, your system is not optimized to the point where it's you know, being profitable yeah so i think it's a fantastic um 100 <laughs> a, a fantastic um idea because you, i mean you talk about um doing a lot of this stuff without um hiring more people or spending a ton of advertising so is it yeah. purely because of this process and if somebody is to work with you do they already need to have a bit of a flow or do you have other um methods yeah, so coming of back to, attracting yeah yeah so coming back to the uh so um Coming back to the, you know, the and, and earlier question, right? I said there are two camps of people that I work with, right? So, so now comes the second camp of people where they, are, they really have an existing uh, business where they, are, they have their own lead gen uh, system in place, their own lead, ge- lead generation engine in place, uh, but they're not converting enough uh, of their leads, right? So, so that's one part of the, um, uh, one of the two camps of people that I uh, work with. Mm. So we, we usually... Um, deep dive and see what they have at present. Um, and just talking about that last, uh, that last client that I work with, that, that major client, um, when I 
started working with them, they had about nine people in the sales team, right? Mm. But after everything was dialed in, you know, and, and it really takes you know someone who's humble enough to really make the necessary tweaks, uh, be be flexible, be open, be adaptable to make those tweaks, and they started seeing results really quickly, right? Mm. Uh, everything you know, because I come from a, a very engineering sort of background. Mm. Um, I've got my you know I have a diploma in electronics and I've got an, uh, a degree in IT, uh, and it is true like you know. Um, programming right like programming it programming mm. when when a certain program and application doesn't work we look to troubleshoot right so it's the same with sales and marketing it's the same with sales and marketing mm. you're troubleshooting things along the way to to make sure that they are working first and only then do you optimize um, yeah so it's amazing how um, how many people I talk to especially from uh, from the days of, of, of the Infusionsoft um, partner community and just marketing especially the marketing automation side of it how many people have actually got quite a decent engineering background and i think it's because (laughs) of that whole thing that you say there it's about process and it's about system and we don't necessarily think the two would join but if you've Mm. got a machine that's running Mm. and something breaks you need to know how to fix it and it's the same with your sales and marketing it has to become a machine if you are going to get some predictability, if you're going to be able to get measurable results and you can pinpoint when something is not working or, or anything like that. So, yeah, I, I, I often find, I don't know about you, when you talk system, people's eyes can glaze over a bit because it isn't the, the sexy thing about marketing. It's not all the, um, you know, coming up with all these fancy ideas and creative ideas and all that kind of thing. But the system is the, it, it's it's the workhorse yeah. that holds it all Absolutely. together. Yeah. So, if somebody was listening to this and thinking, okay, I like the sound of it, what is, could you give maybe one or two ideas of where you could start if they just wanted to go off and do something for themselves right now that they could implement into their business that would have a, a the kind of a, a small percentage impact of what you've described there? Sure. So we're assuming that these people, you know, the, the group of people that you're talking to have an existing business, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and really, right, it all comes down to numbers at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So let's, long before you talk about, you know, sales optimization, sales conversions, uh, let's look at the marketing, right? Are you generating uh, a, pre- a relatively predictable number of leads on a daily basis? And if so, then it's, you know, then we look at the sales conversions. And if not, then we've got to look at the, the lead generation, right? Is it working? Are they, uh, we're not just looking for numbers at the end of the day, right? But are these people pre-qualified? Have they gone through your material? Have they gone through your your email sequences? Have they gone through enough videos to understand who you are as a person? What sort of value do they trust you, right? So it's KLT at the end of the day, right? Mm. No like and trust. Mm. Um, So you've got to put people through enough of these uh, um, pre-sales material so to speak mm. and then you know and how would you just because i know that a lot of people they're not that, that listen to this they're not marketers they're not sort of you know the people that have studied marketing and sometimes when you talk things like lead generation or, or some yeah. of the things it's like yeah that all sounds very easy but how do i actually do it so what would you be your number one if somebody was coming to you i just want one way to get in front of my ideal clients what very would good. you what would you say to them so as a very general um, general tip here, you know, by and large, I think you know we we all know that there are billions of people on Facebook. So it's it's fair enough to say that you know ninety nine point nine percent of the people who are running businesses that cater to the uh, general consumers that your consumers are out there on Facebook. 
right? And um, so start by branding yourself on Facebook. You know, uh, these days we're talking about profile funnels, right? Profile mm-hmm. funnels, which means that you've got to uh, optimize your social media profile so it communicates clearly to uh, prospective clients. You know what you do. Uh, where have you planted your flag? What sort of results have you gotten thus far? Mm. And um, you know, start a conversation from there, or just put out material. Like so, so Tony Robbins has actually been doing this for a long, long time, right? In the sense that you know he's been been putting out books, you know, audio materials, video materials for people to get a sense, right, of what sort of value he can deliver to the marketplace long mm. before they ever turn up for uh, UPW, which is his uh, his front end um, experience, right? Mm. The four day program. Uh, and before they send up the value ladder, so to speak. So I know it's all, you know, a lot of, uh, um, you know, terminologies used here, but basically put yourself out there, right? Mm. Um, and, and start working with the people around you who you know that they can be helped by you to get, you know, additional testimonials and things like that, um, just to make those percentage uh, gains. Yeah, and I think the key thing there is is focus on one to start and make yep. that your home. Stick your you know, flag in the in the sand and say, this is where I'm going to build my my platform. This is where yeah. I'm going to um, have my people come and find me, that kind of thing. Now, it could be, yeah, Facebook. It could be Instagram, Twitter. Um, I personally am much more active on LinkedIn than any other um, sort of social platform. But that's yeah. because that's where I know a lot of my potential clients are. And I'm really, I really like the platform. It's, 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 becoming so much better since Microsoft took it over, for example. There's obviously things that can, <laughs> you know, improve, but they've invested a lot of money in it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's key. Focus yeah. on one and go yeah, in. I, I truly agree with you, you know, Adam, on, on this, the focus of one, because it's it's true. One, You know, it's, you might just find that one mentor, one coach that would transform your business completely, right? So one mentor, one coach, one uh, traffic, one traffic source, one social media platform, you know, one video that, you know, just like uh, Ty Lopez, you know, just mm. about every, everyone knows Ty Lopez. It is his one video, right? The one with him in, uh, in his garage, right? With his mm. Lamborghini that uh, completely, you know, uh, got his name out there. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and it becomes a lot more simple in terms of thinking in those, in those ones because you don't yeah. then have to constantly create tons of content. If you've got some core assets in your business, one place where you are constantly putting yourself in front of new people, new potential clients. That's one. But then it's like, what is the thing that brings them in? What is that asset? How do you, how do you um, educate people? Well, do you have like a signature presentation that you can record onto a video? Do you have then a follow-up email system that would gently nurture somebody? Um, do you have a way of then making it effortless to have a conversation with you? And what does that process look like? As you've said, how do you pre-sell and set someone up to have a conversation where they're comfortable and they are yeah. excited to talk to you? And those are really like the most simple forms, the the assets that you need mm. to start. And you can build them one at a time. You don't have to have every single one. Yep. And I think that's one of the things that people think. I don't know if you found it, but it's like, well, I have to do all of this mm. before I can start. It's like, no, no, no. You can start with just going out there and finding your people and starting conversations on social media, for example. Yeah. Then let, you can have just, the other stuff. Uh, Adam, let me just add a bit more value here, you know, in terms sure. of, you know, something else that uh, your listeners could uh, do for the existing businesses, assuming they've got existing businesses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I've been around for a long time online, you know, it's, uh, it, it's social media is not just the, 
not just not just the only uh, avenue to um, kind of like put yourself out there and acquire new uh, prospects into your your funnel, right? Um, there are lots of people with existing products out there, digital products that you might have a um, uh, you know an affinity to in terms of you know businesses aligned and value. so I'll give you an example, right? In my mm-hmm. particular business of uh, helping coaches, right? Um, so with the first camp of people, these are people who, who are tired of corporate life. They, they know they've got an existing uh, gift or talent to be able to help you know, the marketplace, but they're considering you know, crossing the, 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 the chasm, right? And uh, <laughs> yeah. to, to, to go over to you know, running their own you know, coaching businesses, perhaps. Yeah. So what I could do is then, you know, I would look for um, blogs about you know, writing resumes, you know, how to look for a different job, right? Right, uh, how to look for your next job, right? Then I would uh, do a JV, right? I would do mm-hmm. a joint venture with these uh, websites and say, hey, um, why don't you put a banner on your website, you know, to, you know, and a banner could say something as simple as, ever thought of running your own uh, coaching business? Ever thought about, you know, giving up your corporate life? Something like that, like that right? Mm-hmm. That, that, that seeds the thought in the, uh, in uh, job seekers or you know people who are job hopping right for example to cross over to maybe perhaps you know just running their own jobs and that's how i you know do joint ventures with some of these uh, partners of mine uh to funnel traffic to my funnel mm. yeah and joint ventures are a fantastic way of doing it and and as you say there are so many different ways that you can get in front of people and i think that's the track challenge is that there is so many choices so many options and and for me with um with the way that i help people it's a very big part of it, which is the partnerships. I, I call it um, strategic alliances. And it's all about sort of finding people that you can collaborate with, that you can open doors for each other and create opportunity for each other. And you would be surprised how many people that are already existing in your network that are just literally a, a email, a phone call, a message away from helping you and then helping themselves open the door to opportunity but you've got to go out and ask and you've got to identify who those kind of people would be. Absolutely. So I think that's a fantastic example, again, of, of something that you can do, which doesn't require you to become a Facebook ad genius or a, 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 a social media marketer or, or anything like that. It's about, right, who do I know? Who can I go out there and have a conversation with and, and build a relationship with that could um, lead to a, a mutually beneficial um, arrangement between between the two of us? And Sometimes it's just about asking. And yeah. I think maybe that brings it round nicely to something that we were saying at the beginning, because I think a lot of the reason why people don't do that more, it's a mindset thing, which is mm. why it's so important to get that mindset right at the very beginning. You don't have mm. to wait for permission. You have to just understand your value. You have to go and have a conversation with someone, show what that value is to their potential clients and see if it will be something that could work for the two of you and if you don't have your mindset right you're never gonna Mm -hmm. even think about having those conversations but also the mindset is you're not there just to take it's there to be mutual and beneficial because if you're just going to go and approach people and think right i'm going to have a partnership but i'm going to take everything that i can then you're not going to last very long so i always have to put that caveat in so i think that's a very very um yeah a nice way to sort of bring it round and uh and, and sort of almost uh yeah sort of wrap up this and the, the one question i want to ask on that though is there an example of a relationship 
that you have made along your journey that has been transformational for you, whether it's a a JV partner or a, a mentor or anything like that? What is a relationship that has had a, the biggest impact on, on your business? Um, there is only one man that I would, uh, you know, quickly uh, boil it down to, and it's my mentor. Um, right after the, um, you know, right after attending, you know, Tony Robbins's uh, Unleash the Power Within back in, I think, 2004, um, and that's when I, that's when I came across my uh, my mentor that I would uh, attribute all of the the successes uh, that I've had to date uh, to, because he fought, he sort of like uh, shaped my thinking, um, my values, you know, and helped me understand, you know, business is really about bringing true value to the marketplace. You are there to serve, uh, to be of service to people. And, and being of service, right, uh, oftentimes doesn't require extra uh, dollars and cents. It mm. simply requires a willingness to be of service. Simple as that. And uh, so that's, uh, you know, that's, you know. Yeah, I mean, I the, the, the importance of mentors are, yeah, it, yeah. they've been well documented. Not everybody believes it or yeah. not everybody actually seeks them out and yet every single person that I know that has um, yeah. the, the difference is huge so I think that maybe if people have um, heard what you've said for example on this and are considering right I'd, I'd need a mentor or Kelvin sounds like the guy for me to uh, to have a conversation with and, and see if he can help me get my mindset in the right place or um, get my um, uh, keep it simple, stupid. Sorry, Kelvin's intelligent <laughs> selling system um, in place in my business. Um, it's kelvinchan.org, isn't it? The best place to go. But um, right. anywhere else where people can connect um, online, no, Facebook. Facebook or LinkedIn. Yeah, Facebook or LinkedIn. You know, uh, yeah. people can easily find me, Kelvin Chan. Um, it's the. Uh, um, I, I look rather young, as I've been told multiple times, many, many times. You know, four <laughs> out of five people would tell me, but I'm actually in my. Uh, mid to late thirties right now, um, and I've got my own family with two young girls. So, just well, a little bit more. We are we are incredibly <laughs> similar in that regard because uh, yeah, I'm um God, I'm forty and under a month, um, but I still oh really yeah yeah, and I I get Happy birthday in <laughs> wow, yeah thank you and um, I also have two young daughters, um, so we uh we uh we are we are both outnumbered in that regard, and uh, yeah, I also get um yeah that that whole sort of baby face thing. Although um, after um, one of my um, latest interviews with uh, with a guy with a very very impressive beard, I, I decided just to see if I could, and um, I don't know, maybe I'm looking a little bit older these days because I've uh, I've got a, a bit of a bush on my on my chin. I don't know. Yeah, but, don't uh, remind <laughs> me. I'm more white hair on my head. So <laughs> I've always had a bit of beard envy, and I never thought I could do it, and it just seems. You know, my wife hates it, but uh, there we go. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, definitely go and um, um, and uh, get in contact with um, with Kelvin. Check him out. Um, take a look at his um, really excellent um, case study video, and, and you'll get to really understand what this system can do. And um, yeah, when you when you do that and you have a conversation, tell him that you heard uh, heard him here, and um, yeah. Um, yeah. that'd be great so yes. Kelvin anything else you want to sort of leave us with any final thoughts words of wisdom anything like that I guess it's um, you know right now we are you know as we speak we are in the year 2020 it's never too late it's never too late to get started for those who are considering to get started but you know the, the, the inches for advancement are all around us so uh, keep advancing keep doing you, you know keep doing uh, what you know that you should be doing Right, and the people who are out there, the, the, the people that can help you are all out there. It's a matter of you know, 
um, learning to ask, which we've covered just a while mm. ago. Learning to ask, learning to know where to ask as well. Learning to know, uh, learning to know what to ask as well. But you know, you'll get there. You'll learn along mm. the, the way. But you know, keep advancing, keep moving. Mm. Don't stop moving. And don't wait for somebody else to give you permission. Yeah, absolutely. And if you need permission, I give you permission, and Kelvin gives you permission. So go out and do That's it. Right. So, Kelvin, thank you ever so much for uh, for joining me today, sharing your uh, your knowledge and um, your expertise. So, um, all that's left to say, happy fishing, Kelvin. Thank you. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for tuning into the show today. I know there are a lot of podcasts you could be listening to, but you've chosen this one, and I'm truly grateful for that. And if you've enjoyed this week's episode, I'd love if you could just take a few quick minutes to share your thoughts and leave an honest rating review for the show over on iTunes. It's not only important for helping others discover the show, but I also read each and every submission personally, and they really do mean the world to me. So thanks very much in advance and happy fishing.